Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams, peut-être oh, oublié l'affaire oh, avec cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Um, change of presenters this evening. You've got myself, Neil, and with me tonight is Tomo. Tomo, Hello. how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm grand, thanks. I'm grand. Uh, we're a bit light on numbers tonight. We're missing Duncan, who's busy presenting number things to Australians. <laughs> uh, and Owen, who... <laughs> we didn't even ask. We didn't no, even I, ask. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to go down that route. Uh, and Owen's got a, a last-minute family thing he has to attend to. So just the two of us. Um, so the Chiefs coming off the back of a another win, uh, 33-27 over the Dolphins. Tomo, was there any stage during the game where you didn't think we'd win? No, not really. Um, not me I, either. <laughs> I, I felt like this for a few weeks. I feel like, is it is it about five, six weeks that we've gone and we've won one-score games? Yeah, that's and, five in a row, yeah. And I can't say that at any point I've been crazy stressed out. I think this, I could probably look back and find one. But I feel like the Chiefs are almost not really even getting out a second third gear at the moment um i feel like that's what they did to the dolphins the the final score looks close but we look before the game is 30 to 10 going into the fourth quarter it's you're looking at the dolphins scoring 21 unanswered points and a scoring none to to win the game from that position and don't get me wrong they made they made a good fight of it um and they're a very frisky team (laughs) they look a good team like i was Good they, use they of the were, word frisky. Yeah, they were they were a good team to watch. Um, They're going to be good they in are, another yeah. season or two. Yeah, I, I I was intrigued to see Tua. Um, I've seen bits and bobs of him. You watch the highlights, but it doesn't. It's not quite like watching a full full length game. And it was it was intriguing to see how he adjusted as the game went on, and he he came into his own in that third quarter. Um, I thought the Chiefs did well. The you know the first half handling him. Um, the lack of a run game didn't help them, did it? No, and when uh, Parker went down injured and their tight end, what is it, Gusicki or something, Gusecki, he went down yeah. injured as well. Um, you know, when you're missing three running backs and your top three receivers as well, good luck. And you're starting three rookies on your offensive line. Oh, no, that's not a recipe for success. <laughs> so to, to keep the score as close as it did, I thought he did a very admirable job. Um, give him yeah. some experience and he'll be a good player. I, I think so too, and... I know a lot's made of Belichick's record against rookies, but it's. It, I think it's nice to see that Spagnolo managed to kind of scramble his head a little bit as well, because it gave the Chiefs the chance to get to get thirty to ten up, and by that time the game's over. If you can't hang with the Chiefs in the first half, it's unlikely you're going to be able to peg them back in the second half that 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 far anyway. So, it's um, it was good to see that we stepped up on defense and on offense at the at the same time. I think I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching that. Um, the kind of the second and third quarters 
are what we would love to put together for a whole game. Like that was a really complete mm. all-round performance for two quarters of the game. Yes, it was thirty to three in in those stages. I mean, I, I remember tweeting during the game was like, "It's a good job we're a second quarter team because that first quarter was not <laughs> ideal." <laughs> but you still just sit there as a Chiefs fan now, and you're like, "Oh, Pat's having a bad game. I wonder when he's going to score his." 300 yards and <laughs> two touchdowns. It's funny because Hazel's one of Hazel's friends is a Dolphins fan and he'd been kind of messaging back and forth a bit a bit of banter and when we went 10 nothing down I told her just send him a message sorry that's game over you're screwed now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't lose from 10 nothing down. And it's not the first time we've been 10 points down on that field either this year. No <laughs> it's not. No, that's a good well point. As well, so. yeah. yeah I think I was less nervous watching this game than I was watching the one in February so um, yeah, it, I would completely agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, it's good to go back in there, and uh, you know the Chiefs are a very straight down the line team. There's no, there's no talk of that really, even going into the game that they were going back to Hard Rock Stadium, at least not by the team. It was just like pure business from the guys, and they got the job done. They've been very professional like that this season, haven't they? It's, it has been, yeah, really. It's been really just deal with it a week. I know it's it's really cliched, but that. You, you, they do do it, you know. It's let's take the next opponent, let's beat them. You know, they're they're a good X team is a good team, and we're gonna have to play well to beat them. And we played well to beat them, and then we move on to next week. And <laughs> it, it's just been formulaic almost each week, just to kind of go through that process. And it must be very difficult to kind of keep that Super Bowl conversation out of it, especially once you get to kind of ten, eleven, twelve, and one. And everyone's kind of the expectation from outside is there are oh, the Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl. It's just as a player, it must be very hard to shut that out. Yeah, I think the Chiefs have um, have had a kind of situation where they've had to really keep their own game up. Not only because you could have seen a situation this year where the Chiefs had just run away with it and were the first seed, but I think the fact that the Do- the Steelers, sorry, have done really well this year and were what 10 and 0 11 and 0 mm-hmm, before yeah. they lost their two games i'm glad that's finally happened but i think that benefited the chiefs in the fact that they had a team to chase down um you know you could have seen a few more sloppy losses if they were up there on their own but they have just really had to keep their foot foot down the whole season and they've managed to just keep rattling off these wins uh, apart from the blip against the raiders and i'm glad that's finally happened with the steelers uh, that they finally finally got knocked off because I think I was pinning my hopes on the Bills doing it but thank God Washington did it the week before and now we're truly in control and I, I don't see us letting it slip from here I think with the Satans coming up I think they'll be focused again I think it's good though that because we've got the Chargers last and that's an AFC game, divisional game and that's the one we can't afford to lose we can lose to either the Saints or the Falcons yeah. and still get that number one seed. But it just keeps everyone focused right through to that last game of the season that we have to win that. We have to make sure we win that one. Um, it's just going to... It just keeps that kind of level of concentration up right through to the end of the season. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because when, when the Steelers lost um, their first game, I was like, oh, yes, we've got the, the one seed. Then you look at it, you're like, oh... And then you look at you, uh, interconference. Okay, <laughs> we're going to need them to lose another one. Um, and it's it's kind of nice that the Bills were were next up interconference. 
I'll tell you what, the Bills look a very handy side now. Compared to yeah. when we saw them, like, week six or whatever it was, it's week six? Yeah, week six, mm. and kind of you, you kind of thought, well, they're a good team, but are they really good? Now they look really good. <laughs> I thought they looked really good before we played them, to be honest. I was expecting a really, really tough game. I think it was a bit of a weather game, though, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think there was. If I remember rightly, the weather wasn't amazing. Um, I don't really Ed- know. Edward Tiller went off and won. He 161 yards rushing. Uh, a season high for him that day. Yeah, we could do have seen a few more of them. Um, yeah, they've been few and far between. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what I want to see more because this week Pat's got absolutely Pat's got about as many O linemen as we've got on this podcast. <laughs> 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 because, um, we were trying to go through it before, weren't we? Who's actually going to start for the Chiefs O line? Um, and we're looking at an undrafted free agent in. You see a Durant at the moment is what yeah. we've come up, is what we've come up with anyway. Because Fisher is on the injury report with a back injury. Um, Remus is on the injury report with a back slash neck injury. Mitch Schwartz is still on injured reserve and I don't think he's designated to return. At least I don't see anything saying that he is. So he's no, not he's likely to be back squeaking. this week. Mm. He's been off for a long time now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's enjoying his tweeting on a Sunday as well. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's taken away from our audience there. Mitch, get off there, man. He's um, he's got some good content on there, though, to be fair. Well, you'd like to think he does. (laughs) (laughs) You'd like to think he has a little bit of inside knowledge there. No, it's... it's, I I like things like that, though. I like seeing the little intricacies that you wouldn't necessarily think about that he highlights. I think that's really, really... um, a good insight, and it, it's nice to keep a track of those sort of things, but I'd much rather have him on the field. Yes, absolutely. Um, the worrying thing is, is it is it a back with both these guys that are on yes, injury yeah. reserve? And they, I mean... Back injuries are a bitch. I, mean, by, really I don't, by no means, expert, but these things seem to stick around for a long time. It's not yes. something that's just going to just gonna disappear, especially with the force and pressure that these guys are putting on their body. I just... It's a bit of a worry, and there's not a fat lot you can do about it at the moment. I know we've got uh, Wisniewski Did, on the Didn't he come back in for like a handful of plays in one game? He tried to play and then went straight back off the pit. He, he maybe managed three snaps, and that was him mm. done. It's weird because I don't know. I don't know how you'd go onto the go onto the field for free plays because surely you surely you'd know that it's not going to. I don't know. You you kind of say right. I'm going to give it a go and see how it is and see if I can kind of work it off but yeah. I don't know it's, it's a tough one Do, does having Schwartz missing for this length of time make you think he could be a salary cap casualty next season like because we're going to need I think it's about 20 million in, I think we're oh, we're scheduled for 198 million and the cap's going to be about 175 and Schwartz and Fisher are both up um Kind of for contracts, yeah, I, can't, I, mean, I can't see us keeping both. Do you think I mean, he could be a, a casualty there? He could well be. I think in an ideal world, Niang doesn't take the year. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't want to say off because that's not the right way to put it, but he doesn't take the year because of COVID, and then he's got a year of development, and then he'd step into that Fisher role um, in an ideal world. Schwartz to be back, so I just I just don't know if you can afford to lose both those guys I mean you could say well Niang's going to replace one of them but 
a rookie O-lineman and a historically bad, and that's yeah. what he's going to be next year. He's still going to be a rookie O-lineman unless you're going to bring someone in free agency, which then you're going to have to pay. So in which case, you might as well keep Schwartz or Fisher, you know, the system, yeah. etc. So it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a round in circles one. Uh, I, I don't know where you go from it. I mean, I don't I don't see them necessarily cutting Schwartz. I could see Schwartz retiring mm-hmm. um, if the injuries are in a bad way. I don't think the Chiefs would, would be wise to move on from him because even him at limited capacity is probably better than some of the other options that we're going to have. I don't know what they're going to do in terms of cap next year because if that, if that cap's coming down... I don't know what the approach is because someone's got to go. I know yeah. you're going to lose Sammy, you're going to lose Demarcus Robinson, in which case that means we're drafting a receiver. You'd like to think. I just don't know how free agent. I don't know if Chiefs can make any moves in free agency at all. The way minimal, I would imagine. Yeah, there's, there's no no room for movement there. I don't I don't know who else is up at the end of this year, but um, it wouldn't look good for them getting a new contract. Let's just put it that way. I wonder. Like how they're going to fix the because the O line is an issue. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but with the two of them, Fisher and Schwartz being um, coming up on the ends of their contracts and being on relatively big money as well, and needing Chiefs needing to save money, like where where do you save that money? You need to upgrade the interior of the line. Without losing the exterior of the line as well, that is going to be a seriously hard puzzle. I mean, Brett Veach has worked miracles mm-hmm. up until now, but but this is probably going to be his biggest miracle of all. Is trying to get that kind of on track. I know, and the worrying thing was that the the perceived weakness of this team is the interior offensive line, and the and we've got no exterior <laughs> yeah. offensive line at the moment. So God knows what that's going to look like. On, on Sunday against the Saints, I mean, who have a really good defense and a, a very good pass yeah, rush, yeah. and uh, yeah, I think um, Clyde might need to have a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a game, but then he's running behind guys. Yeah, that, running behind. Yeah, he yeah, might as well be running so behind he's got you the and exact me. Same situation. You just have to run a load of sweeps and and <laughs> and hope. I just, it's a shame as well because I think we we've had what is it? Have we only had the one Mahomes indoor game that got hyped up? And against the Lions, I know he played the Lions in a Ooh. in a dome stadium, and and this is as far as I can think his second indoor stadium. I was looking earlier in college; he averaged four hundred and ninety-two yards indoors. Oh. <laughs> Averaged. <laughs> uh, he managed three hundred and fifteen against the Lions, so that was a bit of a come down. Um, three hundred yards is a come down for Mahomes. Um, so I was quite excited, and then you look, and he's going, "Well, he's going to have about." 0.7 of a second to throw the ball <laughs> so oh, I'm not I'm not looking forward to how that's going to go because I think that's one way that we've seen um, I don't want to say Mahomes get rattled but the Chiefs get rattled is a pass rush that can get home and with whatever the offensive line is going to look like there's a good chance that that could happen on Sunday but you, you look at like Miami last weekend right Miami have a good defence, they had a good pass rush, mm. and we scored 33 points. Yeah. Um, like, I was kind of thinking about this the other day, and even our bad, and I use the word bad in very large inverted commas there, offensive performances 
like they, we still just rack up the points and yeah. you know we played well in the second and third quarters but the first and fourth were pretty putrid stuff to be honest we had no run game at i mean our leading rusher was Tyreek Hill with 32 yards on one <laughs> carry um you know I, i'm just going to try and but do some quick maths while I'm talking get, that, that's getting the ball in 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 the playmaker's hands as well and I think that's going to be one thing that we might see. We might see some more behind the line of scrimmage stuff um, yeah. to try and move the Saints back, try and get Tyreek coming across formations. Again, if 32-yard rush, which was just a sweep across the field and he's just quicker than everybody, yeah, it, you can take the O-line out of the equation almost with that, which is something that we could look to do. Um, and I'd expect Andy to look to do screen passes, um, Maybe we see another one of those tight end screens, which I'm an absolutely massive fan of. Um, you mean the little shovel pass things yeah, into the, the middle little, of the yeah. formation? Yeah. Travis Kelsey just standing on his own, or or Anthony Sherman standing on his own. Um, the other the other thing I wanted to bring up was I know it's perceived that Mahomes struggled against Dolphins' offense, and I mean you'd look at his stats and he's had like a first game that he's well three interceptions and you just go but. The two interceptions he had in the first half, I think they were both in the first half, yep. were batted balls. Yes, they were both passes, yeah. That kind of makes me less concerned in the fact that he hasn't got bamboozled by anything. He's yeah. just thrown like some bloke's hands just knocked the ball up in the air. Like well, on, the se- on the second one, the guy fell over and then stood yeah. back up just as he was throwing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, these, these aren't Mahomes... Uh, I suppose they are him making a mistake to throw it in his hand, but it's not like a a zone misread or anything like that. And I mean, even the third interception he threw. Oh, that was a cracking interception. I, hit, I mean, I've, I've heard some people say maybe he could have placed the ball slightly better. I don't know many <laughs> many safeties that are going to make that play anyway. So you just got to hold your hands up and go fair play. And it's not like... It's not like Mahomes has thrown a, an awful interception into the middle of the field where you go, oh, God, he's actually been... It wasn't Philip Rivers-esque, that's for no. sure. So I'm not not crazy concerned about that. Is, is there anything you are crazy concerned about then? Like, offensively, the injuries mm. obviously are an issue. Right, you went on the podcast last week, were you, when we were talking no. about... Where, where, do, where do you see the big problems... Like in the last three weeks of the season, slash the playoffs. Um, I worry about the lack of a running game, but then that's directly linked. That's directly linked to the O line as well. I don't think I don't think it's a, cl- a, a case of Clyde's a bust or anything like that. I think he's shown more than enough um, in his first year. Levion's there as well. Uh, they've got the guys to do it. I just don't know how possible it is with the way that that the airline's playing but we're going to need to run the ball injuries are obviously a massive concern but you, I, I don't feel like it's fair to talk about injuries on a season like this because no. the Chiefs if we're totally honest have been Touchwood relatively lucky when it comes to Covid and Covid yeah. lists and we, we had that scare last week where about what was it seven guys had false false positives <laughs> yes um, but you know for the most part we've been we've been really lucky compared to some teams but O-line injuries are a, are a bit of a concern because I just don't want to see Mahomes under any sort of <laughs> any sort of threat. We saw what happened to Deshaun Watson last week. Him getting yeah. injured, 
you know, it's the last thing we need. Yeah, it's. I, I still, I, I'm with you on the rushing game thing, but kind of half an inkling in the back of my mind says, well, if not having a rushing game means, like, Mahomes has to win you the game, I can't think of anyone I'd really rather have do that. Like, <laughs> if it means him having more of the ball, I'm not completely against that. Like, but no. but but I do think we're going to need to run the ball at some stage. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Andy put the ball in Patrick, Patrick Mahomes' hands to to ice the game on on Sunday, didn't he? So yes, he's not he's not averse to doing that. And I don't. And with all these weapons, of course, we should be throwing the ball. I just think if you need a nice long slow the game down drive, <laughs> we need to be able to to mix it up a little bit and. We should be able to run, considering the light boxes they should face. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see us. I'd like to see us being able to run the ball. I'd also like to see um, some more pass rush on our side, uh, which yes. has been a bit a bit limited. But um, I, I am kind of of the opinion that uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark will turn up if they if they really really need to in those big moments. I think they'll be there. I think Chris Jones played pretty well against the Dolphins uh, I'll tell you who stood out to me was that Mike Dana um, yeah, who good. had one second three tackles for a loss I think uh, mm-hmm. he really flashed kind of on early downs thought, thought Wharton looked really good as well I think there's some yeah he had a sack some, as well didn't he some guys in there yeah he got a sack um, Frank got one as well Mike Dana Chris Jones Chris yes, Jones we had, yeah, we did was it Jones that had the safety he, I think so yeah yeah, yeah, he did at the end, didn't was, he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there is there is signs there. Um, it doesn't feel like we're getting crazy pressures, and the last few weeks it's felt like that. But I mean, yeah, it's, I think they'll be there. I think it's. I think there's no need to no need to worry about those things. And the season that Tyron Matthew is having, geez, he's, he's on fire as well at the moment. He's another interception on Sunday. He's got six for the season now. Yeah, he's been really really good again. Um, I I I I think it's a playoff ready team and and to be honest I think they haven't really got out of of second gear hardly at all this season. Uh, I think that might have cost them a few close games, but they still managed to come through and pull through. And it's like this game; it's a six point game that, if we're relatively honest, we controlled for the most part. Yeah. Even even if we'd have given them the ball back, on you know, if we'd have had to punt that ball with how long's left. Do you really see that the Dolphins were going to charge down the field and? No, no, I don't. I'd potentially I, I, get a field goal to draw from fifty-five yards, maybe. I just, I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I was never really worried that we weren't going to win the game. No. Um, my only concern was <laughs> that I had a bet on the game and I needed us to score three <laughs> points at the end. That was my biggest concern, to be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I had one earlier in the season where I got I had um, Odell Beckham. It was a Browns. It's like one of those uh, Baker Mayfield to score two touchdowns over two hundred and fifty yards, and I think it was Odell Beckham over seventy yards, and he got sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had that when when we played the Raiders um, in the first game. Um, I had like a five way accumulator, and I needed Josh Jacobs. 
to rush for two more yards um, on the last play. And they had like third and two. And I was just, hand him the fucking ball. I don't care if we lose. Just give him the ball. <laughs> and they didn't. No. Uh, no. Of course not. No, Derek Carrander rushing for one yard and then throwing it or something like that. Or throwing it for one yard and then rushing it himself. Um, Sounds like him him throwing for one yard. So, uh, the Saints, this coming Sunday, 9.25 UK time. Um, Oh, no. uh, It's a good time slot. I like that time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just struggle struggle with work the next day, relatively early. Um, It goes about a midnight finish, though, right? It's not too bad. Yeah, about around around there. Probably yeah, around half midnight usually for those ones. Yeah, they're not too bad. Um, yeah, they, so it's it's basically Breeze or Hill. We just don't know, do we, at the moment? Would you be worried if it's Taysom Hill? Like, does Taysom Hill look like a start? This is a loaded question, but does he look like a starting quarterback? Because he sure as hell doesn't to me. No, but I'm not sure Breeze with no ribs is a good... <laughs> Well, yeah, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be averse to that either, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not majorly concerned. Whoever it is, I think the, I think the Saints will probably know who their starter is right now, and they're probably not going to tell anybody. So I doubt we'll know until the first snap of the ball on Sunday. But yeah. um, I'm not crazy bothered if it is Breeze because I don't see him being a downfield threat, which is what I worry about sometimes with the Chiefs. Um, is you know like a quarterback challenging our our cornerbacks, um, and yeah, you don't know which Dan Sorensen's going to turn up or whether bit part player Fornhill's going to be. <laughs> you just don't know. But um, so yeah, I wouldn't be adverse to Breeze just because I feel like we're slightly better against the pass than the the kind of the rush the and with Hill kind of running about and and doing stuff. I could see that being a bit more of a problem maybe than Breeze but I mean but then if you were going to pick a quarterback Breeze or Hill you'd pick Breeze so it's yeah it's just a bit of a weird one because they're a very good team <laughs> like a really really good team but they don't um, have a really good quarterback <laughs> yeah Which... so that means where's the threat coming from <laughs> you know they're a good team because of something so you know D- defensively like I, I I'm happy when we play teams with a strong defense rather than teams with a strong offense, I think the the way to beat the Chiefs is make it a shootout. Um, because we our offense is just so potentially so good that we can rack up thirty points on a good defense without too much trouble. As you saw last week, like thirty three yeah. on the Dolphins, they have a good defense. You saw in the Super Bowl, the like the Forty Nineers were fantastic, and we still stuck thirty one on them. So. I have no issue with the scoring points. It's stopping other teams scoring points, and yeah. like, I, I I'm not sure what the Saints' strength is. Like, you, they they've got a really good defense, and you look at their offense, and they've got Alvin Kamara, and they've got Latavius Murray, and they've got uh, Alan Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas, and you kind of go Jared Cook at tight ends. That that's a pretty good lineup, and yet, like. Kamara, 723 yards rushing isn't exactly... Mm. 55 yards a game doesn't worry you. Latavius Murray, 44 yards a game. Receiving the best receivers, Kamara, the running back, Mm. like 96 targets. He has nearly twice as many targets as any of the wide receivers. Um, I think we'll see a big game from Kamara as well because if they're they're clever, I'd I'd imagine they're going to try and run the ball because the Chiefs... uh, what, 24th in run defence, something like that, which 
isn't crazy bad. We've always seen worse Chiefs defenses trying to stop mm-hmm. the run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued to see how they do. I think I think there'll be a lot of that. I think there'll be a lot of short passes where they try and try and break it, break for big. And I think it's going to be whether the Chiefs can tackle, which we haven't been great at. So I think yeah, they'll probably be drilling tackling into those guys this week. Yeah, I'm just looking at their points scored 24, 21, 31, 24, 27. I, I, if they're going to score kind of mid-20s, I would fancy us to win this game. Yeah, it's weird because I think throughout the season you've gone Saints. The Saints game away is going to be the one where like, that's going to be a really, really big game on the back end of the season. And... I'm looking at it now and going, I don't see a world in which the Chiefs don't win this. But yeah, I, I had this down as a loss at the start of the season, and yeah, now, I'm starting now we're actually at the week. Now. I'm kind of going, yeah, but then the record is pretty. What are they? Ten and three. Mm. They've They're gone right on, on the what, tail, aren't they? Yeah, I mean they they need to win, and then they went to Philly last week and lost to a really really mediocre mm. Philadelphia team. You just don't know. Well, well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, Jalen Hurts has gone in there and done what what he's done, and yeah, and now you've got Patrick Mahomes going in there. So you'd like to think, but there's but a reason they're the number one defense. Well, is it number one they are defense? I don't know. They're well two? up on the list. Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes going in there. You, you imagine he's probably going to rack up three hundred yards and. Three touchdowns will probably, hopefully, be enough. I just, yeah. I hope, I'm intrigued to see if we see more of Le'Veon Bell because he sent out a weird tweet after the game, which I think was probably blown out of proportion. But um, I'm intrigued what that was all about. So it'll be interesting if we see him. Um, and Clyde, Clyde pretty much had the load, didn't he, against Miami at 16? 16 carries. 16 yeah. carries. So I, I'm always intrigued to see how they, they seem to just favour one guy one week and then go to the other guy the next week so I'm intrigued yeah I don't know so should we go with the score predictions then and and wind this ramble up yeah um, I, I mean if you're asking me first I'm going to guess yeah because I'm not going to give yeah. you mine first <laughs> I was going to go off yours <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was going to do likewise <laughs> I'll um, I'm going to say that the Chiefs match the same points that they did against hmm Miami, I was going to go with, but I think they're going to get slightly more than that. I'm going to go with them getting 30, 35, and then I'm going to go with the Saints getting somewhere around the 24 range. Oh, that's quite a convincing win then. I, I, I am quite convinced we're going to win. <laughs> so I admire your confidence. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to go 31, 20 something, probably. I'm going to go 31, 28. Oh, actually, Duncan's just noted there. Michael Thomas hasn't practiced this week for the Saints. That's good to know. Um, yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> 31-28 Chiefs. I think it'll be close. We're three-point favourites, and that sounds about right to me. So I'm going to go with a three-point win. Yeah, I think my only concern is that we don't know who's playing on the O-line. Otherwise, I'd be relatively... Well, I am relatively confident, so I'd probably be slightly more than relatively confident. <laughs> be very confident. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. I think Andy, Andy knows more than any of us the problems that he's got on that yeah. O line, and he'll know 
better than pretty much anyone in the league had to get around him with the best quarterback in the league. So the best quarterback, the best tight end, and the best wide receiver. He'll be fine. Yes. Uh, and on, I think on that positive note, I think we're going to call it a night there. Tom Hope, thanks for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, we will talk to you next week. But from now, it's from one kingdom to the, the two of us saying goodnight.